0: Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cole. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Here's some reality for you. <clears throat> I had to clear my throat. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, Thursday, November the 7th. We are moving more deeply. We'll be into mid-November next week. So, like I said, I hope your goals and your ideas are written down. You're focused. You're moving towards how you want to end this year. And really... Uh, what you plan to do to launch 2020. Um, I am completely immersed in a project right now. Uh, and I realized today like, Oh, man, I got to write some stuff down. I got to get going. Because this thing is sort of taken over my life for the last three weeks, my work life anyway. Uh, So, you know, let's just keep pushing. Let's keep going. The thought that occurred to me today for the podcast is, I don't, you know, I don't know how to say it without sounding bitter or mean. Um, so let's jump right in. Uh, I guess, what do you do when you realize someone isn't who you thought they were? And I think there's a real possibility that nobody is who we believe them to be. Some people aren't even really who they have believed themselves to be all this time, which is kind of mind blowing and scary. Because sometimes that's going to be good and sometimes it's going to be, wait, you've been chopping up bodies in the basement all this time? Wait, <laughs> that's not good. Um, you know, and can our belief about a person be so strong we just overlook uh, the flaws, the glitches, We or we don't want to see them so we don't see them? You know, um, like Ted Bundy all those girls that went out with him, like he was so cute and charming. And I mean, clearly he wasn't. Uh, He was cute and charming until he wasn't. And it's just interesting to me, like, how do you switch gears? You know, it's like when you go on these internet dating sites, everybody says they like to read and work out and uh, all this kind of stuff. And then you meet them and it's like, clearly you don't work out. And listening to you, I'm guessing you don't read that much. So... You know, it's just fascinating. We live in, in such interesting times where people feel like, I guess the key would be, and I'm really just being super ethereal this morning. I'm not sure where any of this is coming from. I don't have anything in, specific in mind. I was thinking about ideas for the podcast, and that's the thought that came to my head. Like, what what are we out here doing? And the key, I think, is... maybe not taking so much at face value and really listening to what people are saying and then watch what they do because uh, a lot of people think they're mysterious, but you can telegraph their punches if you pay attention. You know what I mean? I had somebody somebody tell me that she went out on a date with this guy. He was like, I'm a vegetarian too. And uh, she was like, oh, okay. So when it was time to order dinner, he uh, he ordered meat. And so she was like, what, you know, what kind of vegetarian is that? And she, he was like, oh, you a for real vegetarian. Yes. I wasn't just saying it. <laughs> so I think that's the key. Like be on the lookout for people who say they're vegetarians, but are eating plates and plates of meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> we have to use our and that's not even like deep deductive reasoning like that's pretty yeah, that's pretty obvious um, but I'm tell- telling you that's where we are in society now where people will just say anything and uh, then completely go do something else so maybe that's the key maybe that's uh, you know but then it's somebody like Donald Trump who clearly isn't hiding what a, a pig he is and he is not a good human being but there are people who co-sign that that are just fine with him I, I don't understand it I really don't he I don't care what uh, political party you're in I don't care if you're rich or you're poor he, he has done some truly offensive things and I'm not easily offended but he's just not a good human being and it feels like people are at a time in history where that's okay If, if I feel like you are doing what I want to be done and I don't even know that he is doing that. I don't know how anybody could feel like he's meeting their needs. You know, that's the irony of Trump. All these poor, uneducated people who worship him, they wouldn't be welcome at Mar-a-Lago. They could, they couldn't just show up in their, uh, little giddy ups and, um, you know, ready to rally if you noticed they don't do any of their rallies down there because they would be escorted off the property i mean i just really don't get it but again that's we're living in really weird times like people can see the truth and they still don't embrace it fully i don't know what it is about this guy but people are just standing behind him and i hope he doesn't win again but he probably will because that lets you know how messed up the Democrats are. They haven't even been able to put together a formidable candidate. I'm sorry, Joe Biden and old the other old dude. Like, y'all, are, it's just too old. You know, I don't want to watch old people yell at the TV anymore. You know, I, I'm sick of that. Trump's ramblings and unprofessionalism, that's been too much already. You don't know how much you miss President Obama until you're like, listening to trump say something goofy and non-presidential and uh maybe that's where we are in history non-presidential non-elegant people the sort of like vegetarians who eat plates and plates of meat (laughs) i'm vegan hand me some of that mac and cheese Oh, okay (laughs) i don't know it's very interesting life Oh, well, that's that was my only thought, like this morning was like, what do you do with people who say they're one thing and actually clearly are something else? You know, like, can you really ever know another person? And will we move past this point where everything is face value? Oh, that's the other thing that was bothering me. So yesterday I was reading Twitter was all up in arms because T.I. Very invasively, by the way, but I don't have an issue with it. He goes to the gynecologist with his I think 18 year old daughter to make sure she's still a virgin, which is probably not awesome in terms of personal freedom or whatever. But we have so many people in our society, especially people of color who don't have parents at all that they may have a mom or the dad is not around, or the dad is around, but he's not interested. You have all these people who are now being really parented, and now everybody wants to jump on him because he's probably over-parenting. But you know what? Respect. I really respect that. Uh, I would have been really uncomfortable with my father coming to the gynecologist with me. My father would not have come to the gynecologist with me, just FYI. But I like the fact that he cares enough about his daughter and her virtue, real or imagined to show up and be that engaged. And I think it's, uh, I think it's perfectly within his rights to do so. I don't think it's sending her a message that her body's not her own. It's sending her a message that her father takes her seriously and expects her to take her own body seriously. That's the message I get. So jumping on him for that. I mean, it's like, come on, seriously. You can throw a rock and hit somebody who didn't have a father that was involved in their lives. I wasn't one of those people. Um, So I appreciate a good dad. And maybe some of these people doing all this, this uh, criticizing of him. And maybe his method isn't great, but he's involved and engaged. And I don't see why that's a bad thing. I know a lot of people who wish their fathers had been in their lives, even remotely, a quarter of that. So, you know, that's where I get frustrated with stuff like Twitter, because it's like now everybody is blasting their opinion about something that's probably super personal and maybe he shouldn't have ever even mentioned it. But now, you know, you're not going to really just run up to T.I.'s house, which I don't think anybody thought this (laughs) using our deductive reasoning that we've been talking about. But if you thought you were just going to roll up to T.I.'s house and, uh, use his daughter or his daughters for sex uh and I hope he's as interested in his boys sexuality as well uh you just weren't gonna roll up to the Harris house and just think you were gonna have your way with folks I hope you didn't think that before but now you know for sure and again I I really do hope he's as intense with his sons and and their bodies as well but I don't got no problem with it T.I. hey you know if you you concerned about your daughter and you've already, you, the alarm is out there. Ain't no dude gonna show up and, and act crazy with your daughter. I don't think they would have, knowing that you love guns the way you do, but um, now they for real, for real won't. So, good job to you, T.I. I don't got no problem with it. And it's mostly because... ¿Qué